Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called A Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book. The book of 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1. And from time to time, uh, we enjoy hearing from uh, people that are out in our listening audience. In fact, just from time to time, we uh, hear from folk all the time. Thank you for your emails. Hey, by the way, if you'd like to email us, if you have access to a computer, it's just F-O-M-M that little period, dot O-R-G, that'll bring you directly to us. But uh, sometimes people say, Brother Mon, you're just too practical. And uh, I love being practical. And said, Brother Mon, maybe you need to be a little more scriptural. So maybe this week, what we'll do, Second Timothy chapter 1, uh, people do not understand that uh, I actually can preach an expository message. In fact, a lot of the preaching that I do off of the radio, and because of the radio being so short, you cannot get into much. Of course, a lot of expository. I do like topical uh, sermons. Uh, I do like uh, uh, biographical sermons where we talk about maybe a particular person in history. But here in an expository matter, Second Timothy chapter 1, we're going to look at some verses of Scripture here and look at about five things that um, the writer here does to encourage young Timothy. All right. Uh, in the first chapter, Paul reminds Timothy of his pastoral calling. Uh, Timothy is a young man. Of course, he's facing problems in a local church situation. Where Timothy was, we're a little uncertain, but according to 1 Timothy chapter 1, he probably left him in charge there of the church there in Ephesus, probably the pastor back then called a bishop. Uh, and you can read that in chapter 1. And the writer uh, here in 2 Timothy chapter 1, of course, is Paul, and he's in Rome, and he's a prisoner. It's about 67 AD. That's what others uh, say. Uh, there's, he's in danger of his life. In fact, he's fixing to lose his life. He's ready to be offered. This is the last epistle that he wrote. It's the last product of the pen of the Apostle Paul. And in chapter 1, he gives once again some encouragement to sustain Timothy. First of all, verses 1 through 4, I don't have time to read it, but I like verse 3. The writer says, I thank God whom I serve for my forefathers with a pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. Wow. Now, I tell you, now that's practical. You said what? He reminds young Timothy of his praying friend. He said this. He said, praying night and and day. Wow. If you were part of Paul's ministry, you got prayer. I read that throughout Paul's epistles. He says this in Romans 1. He says this in Ephesians 1. He says this in Colossians chapter 1 and Colossians chapter 4, how he did pray for his friends. This is valuable. We think about uh, the work of the ministry, my friend. Uh, prayer. Uh, we think about undergirds the entire ministry. We think about whether it's the, uh, the the ministry of the local church or we think about the mission in. Prayer is so important. And he reminded young Timothy, he said, without ceasing, I have remembrance of thee. He said, in my prayers, night and day. One of the things that I've been reminded of by those that listen to this broadcast, by many that listen from one end of this globe to the other. They said, Brother Mon, we're praying for you. Wow, <laughs> what a challenge, you know. Uh, what encouragement. Brother Mon, we're praying for you. I had an older man that I was with not too long ago in Canada, very dear friend of mine. And he said, Brother Mon, and he lost his wife not too long ago. And he said something like this. He said, Brother Mon, I carry you to the throne of grace every morning 
Wow. You said, what are you talking about? Great encouragement to sustain us. You said, what is this encouragement? It says this, and without ceasing, I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. So let me say this to many of you. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for praying for this ministry. Think about Fishers of Men Ministries International, a mission outreach to reach around the world, especially in Harbor and Highland areas, reaching the Andrew, Peter, James, and Johns. We have very little competition. And as we reach out, God gives us souls. And sometimes when we see some good things happening, when we see people gloriously saved, we've seen some of the men who even came to the U.S. on ships not too long ago. All through the work there in Norfolk, Virginia, we saw 19 men come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as personal Savior. And we get to saying something like this and thinking, you know, boy, you know, we're great. But it's not that we're great. We have great supporters, great prayers. Five encouragement to sustain young Timothy the first was that he had a praying, a praying friend. Until tomorrow, Fisher Munn saying goodbye.